about it, you goddamn wise guys. Welcome back to the Shaky Frame Podcast. We talk about movies sometimes. First things first, we're going to give a shout to Mahaley's Grave for letting us use that intro music. Great band out of Carrollton, Georgia. Go check them out. I'm Daniel Sims. I'm Devin Bowling. And today we're talking about Goodfellas. I'm a good fella. You are. Mama always told me I was. But this is one of my favorite movies. Is I it? know, dude. It's it's probably in my top three. You've been trying to get me to watch this for like three years? Yeah. yeah how'd you like it? What'd you think about it? Man, all right, I've never seen this movie. And overall, I fucking loved it, dude. It's a great movie. I, I, movie. I'm not, I mean, I got problems. With, I got problems with everything. I got problems with my problems. But like, yeah. it, I enjoyed it. I laughed. I cried. You know, I'm horny. And 10 seconds into the podcast, I'm already talking about my penis. Hey. You know. You try. Yeah, no, I didn't. But <laughs> no, dude, I digged it. I dug it. I digged it. I digged it. I thought some of the performances were great. Uh, I thought the story, for the most part, was solid as shit. Yeah. I love the subject matter. I love the attention to detail they had. I, mean, I enjoyed it. So I know you've seen it a shit ton. Yeah. So what do you think about it after watching it today? I j- it just reinstilled my love of it. I haven't watched it in probably a year. And... Every time I watch it, I just feel good. Because this was a formative movie for me. Right. It kind of gave me my love of 50s, 60s Americana. Mm-hmm. My love of just crime dramas and film in general, really. It's mm-hmm. one of the first like movies I watched that I was just fucking into the whole time, you know? Yeah. I wasn't into it the whole time. Really? No. Um, the first hour of the movie... Killing it, Can't dude. say there's anything wrong with it. Dude, I've never wanted to be a gangster more. That's like, what it does, dude. No, it does, and I think that's completely intentional. Yeah. I uh, I took notes today, so I'd be prepared to talk about this shit. I'd never seen it, but uh, like the first hour of this movie, I think completely intentionally, was supposed to look fun. Yeah. So when they introduced the concept of whacking people, it sh- I mean, they give you the light side first, make you fall in love with being a gangster and the cast of characters they have playing the gangsters, and then they hit you with, okay, shit, people die. Yeah. So I think it was an, it's an old bait and switch is what yeah. they call it. But I thought it, I thought that was extremely well done. And <laughs> why is it fun to watch people be bad? It, it just is. Like, it, I love movies. It's, it's, they're not my favorites, but I love movies where the main characters are – not the villains of the story, but generally, not even really bad people. Yeah. Just people that do bad things. Well, have you ever seen uh, Snow on the Bluff? No. It's it's a true story. So it starts out, it's from Atlanta. starts out, these college kids are going to buy drugs mm-hmm. in the hood. This motherfucker steals their camera mm-hmm. and films like what he's actually fucking doing. And a lot of the movies dramatized, yeah. but they use footage actual footage that he filmed in the movie that sounds entertaining as yeah. shit you should check it out it's amazing well because there's intrigue I guess, I guess in a sense there's intrigue for me into crime because for the most part i, I mean i'm not organized i'm not in like i'm not a part of an organized crime family like i don't actively go out and commit crimes every I wanna day be, though. i want to be though i want to be i wanted to since i was like 14 and it's mainly because of this movie yeah because it just looks so fun what would your gangster name be? You go back in the 50s, what, what would your gang... Because, you, like, you're not Italian, are you? I'm not, but as we've said before, I'm eth- ethnically yeah. ambiguous. Yeah. So, I feel like I could pull it off. Yeah. My gangster name would be um, just... 
I'm feeling some Butterball Thompson. I don't nah, know why. Danny Double Chin. Danny Double Chin. I got yeah. you. I dig it. I dig it. I feel like that. I feel like that works. Danny Double Chin, dude. Yeah. What part? Like what? What? You want to be in the 50s and 60s of like yeah. gang crimes, right? I want to be like 21 in 1955. So, okay, I dig it. I dig it. Danny Double Chin. I'm just start calling <laughs> you that. <laughs> Do it. That's your fucking radio DJ name now. Do it. Danny Double Chin. <laughs> Man, but go continuing on. The first hour of the movie, great. Yeah. The next. I'd say because it was a long ass fucking movie. It, yeah, it is and a long ass movie. What was it? What year was it? It was early '90s. I know. I don't know yeah. what year it was made, but you got it. Yeah, I'll look it up. But I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what year it was made, but like, it's just now becoming the standard for two hours to be the just the regular length time of movies, and that was in the early '90s, and it was two and a half hours long. Yeah, and like 1990. You got 90 on the dot. You got to be a good fucking movie to keep me watching for two and a half hours. Which I feel like it is. I feel like it was a good movie, but I don't. I don't think the 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 that long of a screen time was justified. I, I think it was. I think I, it was because a a large majority of it is the fun part. Mm-hmm. And like you, like the the whole fun part is just to drag you in and get you locked in for when they start killing people. Right. And so you can just keep going along with it. Right. So I like, it maybe they went too far, but I it, during the fun part I never. No, I, no, that's like, that's not what I'm it saying. Never pulled me out. That's not what I'm saying. the The whole first hour of the movie went by in five minutes for me because mm-hmm. I was enjoying it so much and, yeah. get, and getting to meet all these different gangsters and see how they operated and see the beginnings of Henry's crime. Is it Henry or Hank? Henry. Henry's crime life. You're thinking of Hank Hill. I am thinking of <laughs> Hank Hill, dude. There's a whole episode. Hank Hill becomes a pimp, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm the Mac Daddy of this neighborhood. <laughs> but uh, it was it was the end when they to me at the very end of the movie, not even the very end, like the last third of the movie, I would say. Yeah. They got away from the gangster part of it. They became went drug into, dealers and went just into. Henry being a drug dealer. Yeah. Which I get. It's based on a true story, and they wanted to tell that part of it. But as a whole, as a as a story, and like as a movie, I, I don't think it was necessary for yeah. that to be told. Well, that's why I told you earlier. Like, there were probably three places they could have ended it. Yeah. One I of th- them would was, that I think would have uh, liked a lot would have been when um, Tommy got killed. They could have tapered it off from there. No, that's what I would That's what I wanted. Like, maybe 15, 20 minutes more. Of like the aftermath, yeah, and then like the whole text thing about him ratting people out would have been fine for me. Like yeah. the freeze frame with text over it at the end of the movie, yeah, I could have dug that. But I mean, because like, I, I don't, I didn't care anymore. I really didn't because yeah. the holy like Henry was not my favorite character at all. Yeah, like I mean, he's a good character. Ray Liotta did a wonderful job playing he him. He did, but. That's not why I was interested in the movie. Yeah. I was interested in the movie because of the hierarchy and the interplay of all the different gang members. Yeah. Like, what was his name? Polly? Yeah. Polly Cicero <laughs> is my favorite character in that movie because I feel like when I think of like 50s gangsters, that's the kind of guy I think about. Like an Al Capone. Yeah. Like, not, I mean, like, yeah, he's a criminal. He does criminal shit, but like, he's not a bad dude. He had a set of rules. You operate by him, and everything's fine. Yeah, and I mean, it's shown like he was giving like neighborhood kids jobs and shit, you know. And he and like gangsters of that era took care of the neighborhoods they were in because they yeah. came from nothing. 
So they wanted to take care of the people that were from the same no- nothing. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know. I've never been a gangster. And that's why Polly was my favorite character because I feel like he was the honest representation of what I think a gangster was in that time. Well, yeah, but this this film kind of shows the end of that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it does because you you start in '55, and yeah. I think the last scene, like the last scene, is in '80. I'm pretty sure. It's it's in the '70s, I think. Mm-mm. Is it 1980? I think it's in '80. Really? Yeah. When he's in like witness protection and everything. Maybe not when he's in witness protection, but when the whole drug bust scene is happening. I think it's 1980. Okay. Maybe right. I don't know. But um. Yeah, like, it, it, it chronicles the whole, like, the end and the fall of that fucking giving back neighborhood mafia mm-hmm. that I love. No, right, because, like, the reason I was, at, like, in, like, you were saying you wanted to be a gangster. Like, the reason, like, I see the appeal of it is the community. You know, yeah. It, it's the brotherhood. It, it's for real a family. No, it, like, like, I've got your back, you've got mine. We may go murder somebody, but, like, we're going to come back and smoke cigars and play poker afterwards. Never rat on your fucking friends, dude. No, and, well, I don't, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I'm not saying never. I'm saying for most things, don't rat on your friends. Yeah. But, like, if you were, like, planning to assassinate, like, somebody, not fuck it. Let I'd me do, do I, it, I, No, I'd do Just... it with you. I would do it with you. All right. I, I would do it with you. Because I, I could not do it with you, yeah. dude. We'd puff, fucking roll up, listen to some rap music. <laughs> No, we'd probably roll up listening to Buddy by Willie Nelson. Yeah. And then you'd go in and pop somebody off, and I'd drive you away, and we'd get caught. Like, man, I'd just say six hours later because we had to go to Waffle House. Yeah, that's, of course. That's how, our crime, that's how our crime life would end. Yeah. I know this. You I know mean, this. I know this, too. That's why we shouldn't be gangsters. But I want to be so bad. We could just start a gentleman's club, which we could have the same thing without the crime. But the crime is the fun part. But that's not the attraction for me, but would it work without the crime? No, because the crime is what makes them band together. Yeah, is is the fact that they've done all this terrible shit together and give them the unity, the unity and the money. And, That's what allows them to do all this. And and uh, the bonding moments. You can't just stab somebody with one of your friends and not bond afterwards when you're yeah. hiding the body. I mean, you can't you can't bury a body then go back six months later and dig it back up and not be a fucking ride or die with that guy dude that scene was hilarious <laughs> I, I, no because they actually do that and i think it's great like with the, using the taillights to justify the red lighting yeah i enjoyed it thoroughly so I, I i've never seen a lot of martin scorsese not as much as i should but there were moments in this movie and like he's not to me he's not a heavy-handed director from what i've seen he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's not. not a tarantino where you know it's a fucking tarantino movie yeah. But there were moments where I thought his direction really, really made things shine. Well, I just liked I liked how he used a lot of different elements. Yeah. In what he was doing, like he used the um, one of my favorite like how like how to be filmed. I don't know. I can't fucking speak today. Mm-hmm. But um, is when they're walking through the kitchen. I, yeah, at I was the, just about to bring that at up. the club. I love that. Anytime somebody does that, I love it. Like always, Sonny did it mm-hmm. with Charlie. Um. Daredevil did it. Mm-hmm. Never it seen fucking, Daredevil. You need to check Daredevil. I haven't out. seen a lot of the Always Sunny either. You need to check that out too. I know. I need to watch all this. I'm uneducated, man. <laughs> and like the reason I think that scene worked so well when it did was for up until that point of the movie, you have Ray Liotta's character saying that anything he wanted was his. He doesn't have to wait in lines. Yeah. And then you see it happen. Yeah. 
because they because up until that point, I don't think you really see him get the benefits of being in this gang. Yeah. Until that moment, and he goes through a back door and like he pays the doorman. It would be fucking awesome to be a doorman. <laughs> it would be the be- you'd just be racking up. You'd be the first one to die if somebody raided your shit. But mm-hmm. like. Still, like you got to think about how many gangsters are coming in and out, yeah. tipping you every time, throwing twenties, hundreds your way for opening a door, yeah. and keeping people out. Yeah, awesome. Be the best. I'm gonna do it. That's Danny Double Chin's. Danny job. Double Chin is the doorman. Yep. I'm a hitter, man. <laughs> not really, dude. I couldn't do that. I'm not hard enough to do that, man. I crack. You couldn't jab a screwdriver into somebody's fucking brain. Uh, it depends on the situation. I don't think I could do it just out of cold blood, but if somebody's trying to dra- jab a screwdriver into my brain, I feel like I could probably do it. Yeah. It's all about the justification. That's why I'm Tommy and you're Henry, bro. You're Tommy. I'm Henry. D- yeah, you're the crazy motherfucker, man. Right? <laughs> there's moments. Like, I was watching that earlier. And there's just, Tommy just loses his mind sometimes. I'm like, yep. I mean, you've never done anything that extreme. Obviously, yeah. shoot people in the foot and then in the chest. <laughs> but, like, there's moments where, like, yeah, you embody you embody just Tommy. insanity. I, I wouldn't say I'm Henry. I think as far as like the buddy cop romance thing going on, yeah, I'm Henry just for the sake of being Henry to your Tommy. Yeah, but I feel like Henry's character. There are moments where he does things that I just don't see the fucking sense in. Yeah, which is probably why I'm not a gangster. That's true. And but like. Everybody's telling him, like, don't fuck with the drugs. Don't sell the drugs. Don't go buy fancy shit. And he immediately does what everybody doesn't want him to. Yeah. But but the reason I thought the one shot, it was in the kitchen. The one shot kitchen scene walking through was awesome is because, like, you see, he pays the doorman. He knows everybody. You know, he's talking back and forth to the workers as he's walking through the kitchen. They're slapping him on the back and shit. And, like, to me, that, and then he gets a seat in the front row of this shit. To see, what was it, the king of one-liners. I don't remember his name. <laughs> but uh, I keep taking my wife places and leaving her there, but she always finds her way back home. <laughs> but um, I just, I, I, I thought it was the perfect way to encapsulate that feeling of not having to wait. That yeah. position of power. Yeah. Which is really what attracted, at, at a bare bones level is what attracted me to the whole first hour of this movie is the and, displays of power. And that's kind of towards the end of the first hour. And so it's it's basically Henry getting what he wanted from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because he says, like when he's narrating, a lot of this movie is narrated. Um, he says when he's narrating, like from childhood, he wanted to be part of the fucking mob. Right. Because nobody could tell them anything. They just <laughs> do what the fuck they want, whatever yeah. they want it. And nobody says shit. That's an attractive idea. But on a practical level, it can't work. Yeah. That's why it hasn't worked. You know, I mean, you can do what you want, for, but at the end of the day, you're going to piss the wrong person off yep. or you're going to make a mistake and wind up in jail, which really sucks because if I could live without repercussions for like 48 hours, yeah, I don't think I'd have to work another day of my life. <laughs> I wouldn't hurt anybody, I don't think. Maybe. Or maybe on accident. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be collateral. Yeah. But, you know, if... I'm lawless for 48 hours. It doesn't fucking matter. So I might just go and shoot and just see what it feels like. Have my own personal purge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Another another part that I loved, as far as just like changing up 
his directing style is like almost at the very end mm-hmm. when they're in the court and he's pointing out Polly and Jimmy. I love he like he hasn't done it at the entire movie, but then at this scene, <coughs> breaking the third wall. Yeah, he has to step aside. I th- I mean obviously it was intentional because it was in the final product of the movie. Yeah. I was correcting myself before I said something dumb, but like I feel like that is what transitioned into him telling the story. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because the, the whole movie you have his narrations and shit like that, which I generally don't like narrations. They weren't bad in this movie. I think they were done well, and I like the fact that there were multiple narrators. So you had Henry, and you had his wife Karen. I didn't like that. I did. I didn't. I it, it would have made it would have been cooler for me, and I probably would have liked Henry more if it w- if he had not narrated. Yeah, I didn't like that inside view into his mind. I did. I didn't like. I didn't mind it. Um, <coughs> and I liked Karen's narration because. Had she not narrated, I feel like I w- would care about that character less. She would, she'd be more of a roadblock in Henry's way right. than she would be another main character that is just feeling the repercussions of what Henry is doing. Yeah, there was a scene, man. Like It's weird how when you watch movies, like, and it may just be because I'm fucked up in the head, dude, but it's weird when you watch movies, it's easier to laugh at things that you probably shouldn't laugh at in the movie. It's the suspension yeah. of disbelief. Yeah. Because, like, I went back into the time, like, in nineteen in the 1960s, like, I think it was at this point in the movie. Yeah, 60s. He's, maybe like, 21. He'd just gotten married. Yeah. And, like, back then, like, from what I understand, I never lived in, but, like, slapping women was pretty, it was kind of common. Yeah. You know, like, like reprimanding your lover. I don't think it was ever, like, a mainstream like i don't either do i thought shit. people like a group of guys got together and slapped their women for fun <laughs> but like it was more accepted then to do it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so like all right so henry's cheating on his wife yeah he wakes up with her with her gun in his face okay he talks her down slaps the shit out of her i laughed <laughs> i laughed and immediately regret, regretted it because that is the most tense scene in the movie when he rolls on top of her and is choking her yeah. and about to kill her, yeah. there's single-handedly the most tense scene in that movie for me. It is. It is. And like I don't have a point here. I did I did initially, <laughs> dude, but that shit's long gone. But <laughs> Well, this movie, it, it, it has you laughing. Yeah. And it's not an intended comedy, mm-hmm. but it's just a funny fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I think the writing was amazing. They made... Uh, Tommy, Joe Pesci's character. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. And, and I don't know. I, Joe, I got some bad memories with Joe Pesci. Like what? Because my dad made me see, saw, uh, what is it, My Cousin Vinny. What is, my cousin Vinny. And I just don't like that movie to begin with. Yeah. But Joe Pesci. Herman Munster's in that movie, bro. How can you not like that movie? His character in this movie was hilarious. But I just hated the unpredictability, man. It's because they had it. me so engaged in the first hour of the movie. Yeah. I just wanted it to just be a buddy cop comedy about them doing like gangster shit and eating dinner at Polly's. Yeah. But so well, I, mean, I, they, I go ahead. They set Tommy up to be an unpredictable character from the like yeah. first 20 minutes of the movie. The whole funny scene. Yeah. What am I funny? What do you mean I'm funny? Well, I thought it showed he was unpredictable before that. The first time Henry gets busted yeah. for selling the cigarettes, Tommy just runs off. Well, he ran off to tell Polly what was going okay, on. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
I lost myself for a second. The the big I I, I had, let's talk about the problems. I had a problem with this movie. I had a couple problems. The, my first one, and it's and it's the one that stuck out to me, is that at the halfway point of this movie, I had no idea what the main conflict was. Yeah. Immediately afterwards, they explain it, but and and, and it got away with it because the first half was so entertaining. Yeah. But I I I feel like the movie was too long for itself. Yeah, I can, I can see that. And like we talked about, like I thought the whole end with him just being a drug dealer was kind of unnecessary to encapsulate because they, they were telling this. They were telling it was an autobiography. Am I correct? It's called yeah. Wise Guy. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know it was a true story. It is. But like they were trying to tell the story of this one guy, and I get that. But just as a movie, I would have preferred it without the focus on this is this guy's story. Yeah. I would have rather focused on a just painting a picture of what the mob life was like for these people. Well, I mean, I liked it because it like the fall of Henry is entwined with the fall of just American mobsters in general. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it kind of, like I said, it just chronicles the timeline of the mafia and their hold on America. Right. And how it fell. I, because because that, that happened to almost every mafia family. Right. They got into drugs. They went from protection and stealing like mm-hmm. booze and shit like that, and they got into drugs, and eventually they fell. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I, that's that's why I like the whole Henry. Ending. I see the point. It was just I was trying to live in that fever dream of the fifties and sixties, man. Yeah, it looked again. It looked fun as shit, dude. It looked amazing. Like when they were all just hanging out eating fucking sausages I do fuck you windows every fucking time man, dude just ruining my fucking point man <laughs> I hate you we had a little beepy beep from windows telling us about some shit so just ignore that <laughs> what the fuck was I saying where am I at I have no idea that's bullshit just take it up window does our computer took it upon its fucking self to decide when I was ready to quit talking and now I have no idea what the fuck I was talking about fucking windows defender shit fucking horse shit I think we were talking about um the it was fun it's fun to be in the 50s was it I think so it looked fun yeah okay so you you that's not ringing any bells no, dude, I'm lost. Okay, <laughs> I was I was reaching for a point. That shit happened, and I'm just back ground zero, man. You said you had a few more problems. You know? I had okay. I, I expressed my main conflict problem. Mm-hmm. I expressed my problem with the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, the Tommy scene. Which one? The, the end Tommy scene. Oh, when he when dies. he dies. I love that scene. I don't think they gave him enough. What do you mean? Like. This whole movie, he's this just smart ass, dude. The whole yeah. movie, he's a smart ass. It's a fucking loose cannon, right? And then he's about to be like, what, what, made? Made, yeah. He's gonna be made a made man. Yeah. So he can't be hit and shit like that. Yeah, he's part of like the fucking the family, upper echelon family. Then that's awesome. Like, and I get that, like his rise to like his 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 rise to power was going to end with him getting hit because yeah. he hit Billy Bass, which is the whole conflict of the movie. I feel. Kind of, yeah. Which is why I still Because Because if Tommy doesn't die, I don't think Henry I don't goes either. into drugs. I don't so, either, because yeah. he would have become made, and then they Henry probably would have started working for him. Yeah. But I feel like the way he went out, it's justifiable because it's showing that anybody can be hit. Yeah. Even if you're fucking Tommy, the loose cannon, you can be hit the same way. Yeah. 
I just wish they would have given him one last smart ass fucking remark before he gets <laughs> shot. You know what I mean? I, I see it, but I like the way they did it because it kind of just showed like to the made men, Tommy's fucking nothing. He's just well, he wasn't. Yeah, he's just a fucking ant. So they can do whatever the fuck they want to. They don't. They don't care enough to torture him mm-hmm. because he killed a made man. They don't care enough to even. They just shoot him in the fucking face. Mm-hmm. And move on with their fucking day. They shot no. They, they it was they shot him in the face so he couldn't have an open casket yeah. funeral. I mean, yeah, they, they fucking did. crazy. Yeah, but um, I love that scene. But I I don't know why, but it's just always stuck with me since the first time I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. I love just the visual of Tommy's body there, the tile floor, and then just the blood slowly spreading out. Right. I don't. I think it. I think it kind of. like. I can't fucking think of words today, man. <laughs> Jesus. But it, it, it kind of shows what's going to happen. Right. Because it starts with that that main bullet point of Tommy dying. Mm-hmm. And then just spreads throughout the whole Cicero family. So you think Tommy dying was the begin for the end? Of yeah. Of the end for yeah, all Yeah, definitely. I, like, like, like we said, if Tommy had been made, mm-hmm. there's no drug dealing Henry. Right, which I would have rather seen that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so at the the last time you see Polly when Henry goes and apologizes for selling drugs, mm-hmm. uh, what was he doing? I know he was cooking, yep. but like it seemed like the place they were in was way more run down than the places they were in at the height of Polly's power. I I think he was just like I was down. playing into He'd, the thing about the fall of because he had gone to jail. Mm-hmm. And T- hold on, time out. Talking about jail. Mm-hmm. He the, he went to jail. Yeah, he got sentenced to ten years. Yeah, blew my mind that because <laughs> like, I was seeing that I was like, "There's no way they lived in jail like this." Yep. And then you showed me that shit about Al Capone's jail cell. Yeah, that shit's fucking crazy, it's dude. Awesome. Like they were the fucking men. Like, yeah, you couldn't fuck with them even in jail. Mm-hmm. They had that shit unlocked. I feel like that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it definitely doesn't at all. No, I feel like I, mean, I don't. And that kind of it's kind of sad, dude. It is. In a sense, I mean, it's good, I guess, but yeah, I would like to see you know the public enemy number one, like hero of the of the the low down people nowadays. I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm a dreamer, Daniel. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. But um, but but yeah. So he had gotten out of jail, right? And then he was afraid of what ended up happening: mm-hmm. people selling drugs. So he basically just stopped all work. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think he was getting a, a whole lot of income, which also is why Henry was selling drugs. Because Polly wasn't giving wasn't, him jobs. Yeah, wasn't giving him work. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of nuance into why things happened that mm-hmm. they don't really force in your face. you got to kind of pay attention and look at it. I feel like this movie would be, like, just as fun for, with a second or third I'm watch. on, like, five or ten. Yeah. And I still love Five or ten, thirty, man. But, like... <laughs> Because I probably missed a lot of shit, to be honest. But, like, I I'm, I probably missed things. I probably should watch it again. Yeah. But I, I, can't, I can't get over the, the the whole drug thing. Because it was just so, it was so entertaining, dude. Like, I was telling you while we were watching it, like, it was probably going to crack my, like, my, like, top five. Yeah. And then it just fell flat, dude. It, it didn't go, it didn't go bad. I'm yeah. not saying I couldn't, I couldn't watch it again. It just... The, the the climb they were on for me as far as being a great movie just flatlined 
at that point. Yeah. You still have it in your top ten? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do, completely. All right. Just, just because the that first hour was it's, so entertaining. It, yeah, it just locks you in. There, that, there was nothing wrong with it. No. I was fucking laughing. Yeah. You got to know all of the main player characters in a way that expressed who who they were to the story, I think, in with, a great way. Yeah, without giving, like, without just but giving it. Telling out. you, like, this yeah. guy is the funny man. Yeah. Like, instead of saying he's the funny man, they show you Tommy being slightly insane. Yeah. But, okay, kind of a lot of insane. But telling fucking hilarious stories. And what the fuck are you doing here? I thought I told you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that shit. There's so many lines in this movie I just want to say to people. They're just like, they, they speak so slick. I yeah. love it. I can't, I mean, obviously people listen to this podcast. Yeah, I'm not obviously a slick I talker, can't. dude. I stutter. I fucking pause because I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Exactly. My voice sounds like a fucking bullfrog. I don't know what the fuck is happening, man. So did you have any problems with it? Were there, was there anything they did that you didn't like? I think it was a little long. Yeah. I think some parts could be cut down a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they would be. Because I, I love almost every scene in this movie. I hate how long, where I thought it was unnecessary time. I hate it, but simultaneously, it's hilarious. When the the, the day that Henry gets busted. Yeah. I It was too long. Yeah. I yeah, think I it was too that. long because at this point it's established he's strung out on drugs. He's selling drugs. He's getting sloppy. That's yeah. established. I don't need all of this to justify him getting arrested. But at the same time, I, I love the fact that the whole time he's freaking out about <laughs> getting like caught and trying yeah. to avoid this and trying to get his ass out of there this whole time. <laughs> he's talking about cooking. Mm-hmm. And I think that describes what how strung out people actually are. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because this whole he's, he's so worried about this fucking sauce, but at the same time he's worried about going to prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, and I mean I think I'm, I think it was an honest depiction of how strung out people really are. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> that's one of the parts of the movie I feel like was taken <clears throat> straight out of the book. Well, I mean, well, no, because it was so descriptive. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I like I I can. I haven't read it, but I could see that being a, not necessarily a chapter, but yeah, like being a lot a few more pages. dramatization, like in the first half than the second half. Yeah, because they wanted not. I'm not saying they wanted to glorify it, but they wanted to make the gangster life entertaining. Yeah, to lock you in so right. you'd go along with the hits. And then I thought the whole uh, witness protection part, where he's trying to like apologize to Polly, yeah. and then what's his name, Jimmy? Yeah, Is that his name, Jimmy. Jimmy, like, all of that, I feel like, again, was too long. Yeah. I feel like they drug it out too much. Did you, Okay, Henry's wife goes to see Jimmy. Is Jimmy going to, like, when she walks down, he's trying to get her to walk down the street and go in this building at the corner, is he trying to hit her? Is he trying to whack her? I think so. That sucks, because the whole movie, I love Jimmy. Yeah. Even when you he You were even saying in that scene, you're like, Jimmy's probably my favorite character, and you're like, wait. No, like, fuck that, dude. Whack. The whole time, Jimmy is loyal as shit. Yeah. Like, well, besides his whole mass murder, well, that crime spree. That's the fall of Jimmy. Yeah, he gets he gets paranoid mm-hmm. because people aren't fucking listening to him. Mm-hmm. They're going out spending lavishly after they mm-hmm. jacked six million dollars from an airport. Yeah, again, that's why Polly's my favorite character. He's the only character you see that you really don't see the effects. Yeah, 
of this life. He just peels it back himself and hangs out. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I thought it was, I, that's, he's, I can't get over. He's my favorite character. He's, he's a great such character. A fucking, what, does, what is it? Uh, Polly doesn't, uh, Polly never moved fast, but that's cause he didn't have to move for anyone. Right. Hell that, yeah, yeah, dude. That, that describes Polly in two sentences. Like, <laughs> that's and how the, he is the whole fucking It's the movie first time too. you see him. Yeah. He's just, he's just a bad motherfucker. Like, I, I don't think he's bad though. Not bad. He's, he's just, a bad motherfucker, but yeah. he's not bad. He's a, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're like, saying. Like, you don't fuck with him, basically. Yeah. Like, the nature of bad. Let's talk about Let's get some metaphysical shit happening here, man. Yeah. Okay. These are, these are bad guys. They're robbing people. They're shooting people. But do you think they're inherently bad, or are they just doing what they have to to survive? I think... I think they're just doing what they have to. Most of them. I think Tommy's genuinely yeah, Tommy's bad guy. Yeah, Tommy's just fucking bad. Tommy's yeah. insane. But I love him. I think he. I think he's my favorite character. I, I can see that being your favorite character. Don't get any ideas him. from that shit, man. <laughs> I don't be riding around at a fucking McDonald's and somebody say something to you. It's it's been eight years since I've seen this movie, and you haven't popped anybody off yeah, yet. So. But it's like a fucking thermometer, dude. It's just rising. <laughs> your temperature is rising. But um. Where were we going with that? I don't know, dude. Oh. I knew I was going to ramble today. Are they bad? Um, no, I don't think so. Because, like, Henry, he got in it for probably the wrong reasons. Right. Just Well, not really. He just wanted to be part of that family, mm -hmm. part of that environment. Well, he came from nothing, dude. Yeah. His dad was abusive. Yeah. You know, he probably felt powerless, so he wanted yeah. to have power. Like, it's all justifiable. I think they do a great job with showing you the justification. And, and that's why... The first hour is so fun because they make the characters endearing. They make them sympathetic because they give you the reasonings yeah. for the action. I mean... And and they get used to living that lifestyle. Right. So, like, when he goes away to prison the first time, mm -hmm. they have a big fucking house. Yeah. Nice everything. You know, just killing it. Well, and he comes back. He comes and back, they're in a studio apartment. apartment. Like, nope, we're getting out of here. Yeah. And first thing he says, I love how his teeth got fucked up more and more progressively <laughs> through the movie. <laughs> This was before Ray Liotta's face looks like fucking Michigan State Roads. You can kind of see it a little bit. You can see the cracks forming, but <laughs> what happened with that? Shit? I don't Is know. He exposed like radioactive yeah, material. I think, I think it's just like pock marks. Is Ray Liotta actually Superman? Find out next time on the Shaky Frame Podcast. Dragon Ball. <laughs> I was waiting on you to do it. <laughs> All right. One of the other things I really fucking loved about this movie. I am not a historian. No. The clothes in this shit. Oh, god damn, dude. Uh, like, is it too much to ask for it to be the norm again to wear three-piece suits? I wish it was. I do, too. Because I, I feel better when I get dressed up like that. Like, I, when I go to a fucking wedding or mm -hmm. we just dress up for the fuck of it. Hell yeah, I man. feel like a badass, dude. The, it's it's hot as shit in those clothes, though. I don't it know is. how those cocksuckers did it. In fuck it, in it was polyester back in the day. Was that lightweight? Yeah, it's lightweight. It's thin. Yeah. It's what most, like, scrubs are made out of. Oh. Yeah. That'd be fucking nice. Yeah. it's like buy a bunch of polyester suits. It's like fucking working in your pajamas, dude. It's amazing. I'm going to buy a bunch of polyester suits. Let's do it. Paisley polyester suits. From those not benefiting from the video feed. I'm completely naked. Ha. Movie. Where do you go from that? You, you don't. <laughs> dude, you can't recover from that. There's just some shit that people say. I've been accused of this recently. Apparently, in conversations with me, I just say shit that you can't reply to. 
You do. But you how? Do. Like, I don't understand. I can reply to anything. I mean, yeah, I say some fucked up shit, but like... Well, I mean, I've gotten used to it at this point. Yeah. Replying to you, so... It's not as bad now, but like, when we first started hanging out, I didn't know what the fuck to say, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what, dude, like, that's the two things I consistently have people tell me, is that I go from zero to 60 faster, and I believe that, dude, because yeah. like, I can go, I can take an idea that is nothing... And it run with that shit till I'm the president of the United States. <laughs> and then I just say shit that people can't reply to. And, like, I don't know if I should try to change it and be a better person. Be or, you, bro. But is, is me is me good? Is Devin good? I like you. I hope so. I mean, but like, fuck it. I'm just saying. Like, you don't know me, okay? Say, say we get 1,500,000 listeners on our podcast, you know? We start talking to people about sponsors, which is the goal eventually. Yeah. Just be transparent about this shit. I want to get paid to do this. Yeah. I mean, that's the plan. It is, hopefully. If we don't fuck it up. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but so we're, we're having sponsor talks, and I have one of those moments where I just say some shit no one can reply to. Are you not going to wish I didn't say that? No. Nah. I want to have fun with our sponsor talks, dude. I want to get sponsored by a porn company. Because I, I, I just don't want to do the fucking bland ad read. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, they're going to give us a script to speak of, like speak off of. Uh-huh. But I want to make it our own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Jesus wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. With massive angel wings. <laughs> Singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner. And and I'm, I'm in the front row drunk. and I'm hammered drunk. <laughs> We just referenced Talladega Nights. I can't believe we didn't quote that during the fucking Talladega Nights podcast. I think I think we did. Oh. I did at one point, the tuxedo t-shirt. <laughs> Man, I want to get sponsored by a corn, porn company. No, just, just for I the just, sole fact that I mentioned that shit enough on our podcast <laughs> that it should be relevant. I feel like my stance on pornography is known well. Pornhub, hit us up. Hell yeah, dude. Please, <laughs> Pornhub, sponsor us. <laughs> Man, that shit would be crazy. That would be awesome. Then we start revo- reviewing porn movies, but only the por- but only the porn movies that have good stories. Oh, of course. We're going to have to go on the Pornhub and search through it until we find an, a feature-length porn movie with stories. We could do it, dude. I bet there's a Goodfellas porn parody. There probably is. Probably gay porn because there's not that many women <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> the women that are in it, though. It's I, a Ray Liotta lookalike fucking, fucking a fucking... Uh, Joe Pesci look-alike. Isn't that what you want to see? <laughs> kind of. I'm Googling it right now. It's going to be an awkward silence here in a few minutes when yeah. I start masturbating in front of Daniel. <laughs> for those benefited from the video feed, prepare yourself. You're in for a fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Should we tell people how to get to our video feed? Go ahead. All right. This movie, though. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I can't say it's my it's my favorite. I can say it's my third favorite gangster film I've ever seen. What's one and two? The Departed. Okay. It's not a 50s gangster film, but I, I it's it, it's a crime drama. It's about the mafia family and it's my favorite. Yeah. We're going to do The Departed. It's my it's one of my favorite movies. It's my number 2. Yeah. And then again, not really a gang movie, but Gangs of New York. Yeah. Is that is that a Martin Scorsese movie? Is it? I don't know. You talk. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um I got another one that I might put up there. 
Lawless, that's I, I would say, is a gang movie. No, it is. Cause, I mean, that was the origins of gangs. Yeah. I would think. Like, I mean, organized a, crime exactly. came from bootlegging. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you got Gary Oldman's character being like the classic 20s fucking gangster. I pull up my fucking internet and I'm still on Pornhub. God See damn it, Pornhub? Dude. This is why you should fucking sponsor us. I'm constantly thinking about you. All right, keep going. I got to look this shit up. Yeah, this is probably my favorite uh, gangster movie. Yeah. I've never watched the Godfather trilogy. Yeah. I need to. I've been meaning to. Just never got around to it. I've heard it's great, so that might be up there. But, like, this is hands down my favorite gang movie. It, Like I said, it was a formative movie for me. Yeah. It, it gave me things that I love. So, Martin Scorsese, unless I'm... There's just another one I'm forgetting about. has two movies in my top ten now. Fuck yeah. Gangs of New York and uh, Goodfellas. Fuck yeah. Movie we're reviewing today. I want to say he did The Godfather, too. I've never seen The Godfather. Neither have I. I like... That may be sacrilege to movie fans, but I've never seen it. I mean, I've yeah, heard it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, I mean, we need to do it. Well, yeah, we do. But I have not seen it. That, like, I... I've never, I've never been interested enough to see it. I, I have, but like I just, I never had the outlet to. It's the, it's on Netflix now. It's the so point that it's to. been so hyped though. That's true. That I'm terrified that the amount of hype I've heard for it is gonna ruin it. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think it will though, because you got just straight killers in there. Mm-hmm. Marlon, Marlon Brando is the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, you know? dude. Okay, going on a tangent here. Martin Scorsese directed this movie. He also directed Gangs of New York. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis was one of the leads in Gangs of New York. Daniel Day-Lewis is fucking retired, man. I know. God why? damn it. Like, I know why, but like, the, the, like apparently the, the, he got so into this last role, into such a dark place, that he doesn't want to do it anymore. That's amazing and the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. I really think he's one of the greatest actors ever. He is. I mean, he has the most Oscars, if I'm not mistaken. Have you seen Gangs of New York? No. Oh my God, Dan! You gotta watch that shit, dude. I know. Bill dude. the Butcher. I know. It's probably the most quotable racist in a movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> the most quotable racist. I do not condone racism. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Daniel Day Lewis is retiring, dude. That's it. Cameron sad Diaz day. is in Gangs of New York. Is she really bringing her back? Yeah, she's the female lead. Huh. I think it was a horrible casting choice. That's one of the probably my biggest problem with that movie is Cameron Diaz is in it. <laughs> It's terrible. Her it, her accent in that movie is so fucking like I'll save it for when we do that movie. Uh, I'll save it for when we just do like that hacky. Movie. It, it, no, it's just like one minute she's like East London, and then the next minute she's the Irish, and then the next minute she's talking like Cameron Diaz talks. <laughs> I, I hated it, man. It was That's like shit. fucking Sansa in X Men. You just can't. I've hold never seen any of the X Men movies. She's in the most recent one. Yeah. She's, um, fucking what's her name? I don't remember her name, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, I was thinking about watching the X-Men movies, like sitting down and watching all of them just to see what I thought about it, but I can't. The older ones are fucking dog shit. You know why I can't? Why? Because the X-Men Origins Wolverine, the shit they did to Deadpool. Yeah. I can't, I don't, if, I don't care. If a movie studio will do that to Deadpool, I don't want to watch their movies. Yeah. I do. I can get behind James McAvoy being Professor Xavier, though. Yeah. See those. The, the newer f- ones. The newer ones are very good. Yeah. The older the ones X-Men are just first class. Great dog and shit. Jennifer dude. Lawrence, Mystique, too. Yeah. Huh. I should probably give those a try. You should. Um, they came out with a new kind of X Men 
Wolverine movie, like Logan. Logan. I've seen trailers for it. I've seen trailers it's, for it. It looks good. It looks yeah. dark. It's old man Wolverine. Mm-hmm. I've heard it was dark and just like heart wrenching. Yeah. I haven't watched it though. Like, I I'm not a big fan of Hugh Jackman. What? I'm not. My favorite movie Hugh Jackman has ever been in that I've seen is La Miz. Oh, he was great in that movie. Dude, I went and saw that movie. This is a fun story. <laughs> I don't know how old I was when it came out. Probably 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. Around that age. I'd been yeah, dating this, this girl seriously. It, you can't date girls seriously at that age. But at, at you that, think you are. At that but... time of my life, I thought I was in a serious relationship. Yeah. So we go see Le Miz, and this whole and that was in the height of my football playing. You know, I was an athlete back then. Athlete, athlete. Three man. syllables, motherfucker. <laughs> I was just hanging out, dude, and I was like, I'm not going to see a fucking musical. That's gay. I'm not going to go see a musical. She's like, You're going to go see a musical, or I'm going to stop sleeping with you. I was like, I'm going to go see a musical. <laughs> so I went and saw a fucking musical, right? And we go in, and I sit down. And I'm like, This is going to be terrible. I should just fucking take a nap right now. Yeah. <laughs> I cried in that fucking movie theater. Yeah. Because that shit was so fantastic, man. <laughs> I have since watched that movie at least 15 times. It, I, it's what, and like, I want to see a, the theatrical, prever- well, yeah, the theatrical production of that in a theater. Yeah. But like, I <laughs> like, like the Broadway show. Yeah. That we get. The, 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 where it came from. And like I saw that shit, crying in the fucking movie theater. <laughs> we left, and she was like, "I'm still not fucking you." I'm like, why? Like, cause you cried. You're a sissy. I was like, "Yeah, fuck you." <laughs> no, 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 no. I was no. showing my sensitive side. You brought me here, made me watch this, and I was emotionally invested. I am not getting put on lockdown for this shit. I'm at least getting a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me a reach around. Yeah. I couldn't look her in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> Yeah, she gave me a reach around. <laughs> but that's the moral of today's podcast, dude. Don't cry in front of your girlfriend while watching Hugh Jackman sing. <laughs> it's an oddly specific moral, but just yeah. take my advice, people. I learned from it. You ever seen True Detective? No, I need to. Got a joke for you. I love Matthew McConaughey. So I'm, I'm having sexual relations with this girl in her apartment one day. Yeah, we're going at it hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. Little known to me, our roommate comes in. Yeah. I got no idea. Sticks your finger up my butt. <laughs> Ruin me. I can't come without it now. <laughs> Old Woody Harrelson. Gotta love him, man. Dude, my fucking sister's boyfriend looks exactly like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He looks just like Woody Harrelson, but he acts like the squirrel from Ice Age. <laughs> Shit blows my mind, dude. He's just off the wall 999% of the time. God damn. It's amazing. You know, Woody Harrelson apparently used to come down here and, like, drink in LaGrange. Really? I've heard that a lot about, about a lot of people. I don't know the validity of that statement, but apparently. Well, Chris Farley went to uh, rehab here. That's a, that's and a, we see how that works. out. It's a good out. definition of what our town's good for. <laughs> <laughs> we really rehabilitated Chris Farley, man. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. I, I miss him every day of my life. I, I, and I was barely alive when he died. <laughs> Well, I, I feel like there was a resurgence of the popularity of his shit, though. Because I really feel like a lot of our generation know, who's Chris, know who Chris Farley is. Yeah. And I, I, would, I, I know you're on the opposite side of the fence for this than I am. I hate Shrek. I love Shrek. I cannot, the first one. I cannot fucking stand Shrek. 
It probably has nothing to do with the movie. It's the fact that I associate it with that awkward time in my life when I did not have free will. Yeah. So, I hate Shrek. And Chris Farley recorded like recorded yeah, the audio to be Shrek. Yeah, you can go online and listen to Shrek. It's not bad. I, I would have preferred it. No. I hate Mike Myers. Why? I don't think he's funny. <laughs> at all. I can see it. But... Uh, yeah, I, I understand. I think Mike Myers is a hack. You don't like Austin, like Austin Powers? No. Wow. I think he's a hack, dude. I mean, that's the best thing he's ever done. Like, dude. I really think the reason Mike Myers is popular is because he fell in that awkward stage of the early 2000s. Late 90s. Late 90s, early 2000s. He fell in that awkward stage uh, where comedy was terrible. He came, he came a little bit earlier than that. When was uh, Wayne, when did Wayne's World come out? I think late 90s, I would say. Was it? I would let's, say let's, so. I'm looking it up. I would say, yeah, but I I just think him and another guy, Adam Sandler, I feel like I'm going to step on some toes here. I think Adam Sandler has some hilarious movies. I've never seen his stand-up, but I think all of these actors fell in this awkward space. 92, early 90s. Nine, okay, so 90. I feel like all of these actors fell in this awkward space, and it might just be me resisting. Not Sandler. No, I do. No. I, I think. I, no, I, I disagree with you wholeheartedly on that. Sandler was fucking funny in the 90s and even okay. early 2000s. Do you disagree? To a certain extent. Like you watch Billy Madison. Right. Or Happy Gilmore. And you right. No, they're good. They're good. Mr. They're good Deeds movie. is good. Mr. Deeds is a good movie. Okay. Um, um, Big Daddy. I fucking hate Big Daddy. What? I hate it. Oh, God. No, I what? hate it. It's the same thing as Shrek. It's because I, associ- I was forced to watch that movie. At an age where I didn't want to sit in the living room and watch a movie with my parents. Yeah. And it, it, it really was just a whole list of movies that I would probably enjoy, but I will never watch because I, I don't want to feel like that age again. Well, these are these are your personal problems. <laughs> are we going to dig into that fucking pothole today? Maybe later. <laughs> later. It's but, a deep um, one. I think, I think what happened to Sandler is... Because I think he's a genuinely funny person. No, we, I think we've talked about this on a podcast. No, we talked about it before a podcast the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever know, dude, because like, we'll just sit here and fuck around and then just yeah. start recording. But um, And his SNL stuff is funny. Mm-hmm. Fucking, have you ever seen Eight Crazy Nights? The animated <laughs> one? Yeah. The only reason I remember what that is is because of the tri-boob. The three boob girl. That's the only reason I remember what that movie is because my dad watched it when I was a kid and I saw a cartoon person with three titties and I was like, man, that is awesome. <laughs> that, I think that's a funny movie. Um, but my man the Hanukkah has, song. My man has made some fucking stinkers. He has. And I, you know what I think happened? Because they've all come out recently. Uh, more recently. Go home and watch Little Nicky and reevaluate that statement. That was early, 2006 at the latest is when that movie came out. That's that's phase two of Sandler's career. Phase two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Phase two through the end. <laughs> he had phase one when he was funny and then... I, but I think he's had funny shit now. Well, no, I think, I think his well, newer movies... Funny People with Seth Rogen? Funny People? I think that is a solid-ass movie. Because he he stepped back into the, the more adult comedy. Yeah. What he's doing now is child comedy. Mm-hmm. He's doing family-friendly shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are funny moments in some of those movies, but he he sees where the money is, yeah. the money that he can make at least, and he's getting all that. Yeah, because he owns Happy Madison. Yeah, as far as I know, um, so he's just raking it in, 
kids are still going to go see those fucking movies. They don't give a fuck. Because it's Adam Sandler. It's Adam He's Sandler. He's an icon at this point. Yeah. So, I don't blame him for doing it. I wish he hadn't, because yeah. I, I, I liked his earlier stuff, and what's, I think he was genuinely funny. What's the movie he made with Andy Samberg? Uh, That's My Boy, I That's My Boy. That was a thoroughly adult movie, and there were parts yeah. where it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. But Agreed. there's some funny moments in it. Like I, like I I'm not saying... Sandler is just not funny at all. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, him and, like, uh, Mike Myers and the whole group of those guys that I would consider part of that group itself. Kevin James is another one. I think he's done funny things. Well, Kevin James, if you ever go watch Kevin James stand up, he's actually pretty funny. I didn't know he did stand up first. He did. Um, but like they actually stole some of his shit to put on Seinfeld. Really? <laughs> yeah, he got a he got a deal with NBC. Yeah, and so he went and like did did his stand up routine for a bunch of the writers. Yeah. Next thing he knows, one of his fucking bits is a main plot on Seinfeld. The muffin top uh, bit on Seinfeld. Never if, watched it. I know. I'm just just shouting out to the audience here. Oh, that's straight from Kevin James' stand up. He's had a special on Comedy Central, I believe. Mm-hmm. I watched that. Not bad at all. Um, but he's he's right at home in that fucking sitcom. I Sitcoms comedy. are lost on me, dude. I, I, I like, understand. That's what I was getting into. Like The King of Queens, never found it funny. I, I like That whole sitcom, like that whole cast of yeah. people is lost on me. I, I, I've never found it I'm funny. I'm the opposite. Like I can... Not that... It's my brand of comedy, but I can sit down and appreciate <laughs> what goes into writing one of those. There's some that I think are funny. Yeah. Like, I thought, according to Jim, I thought that, that, one, one, that one's okay. With Jim Belushi. Yeah. I thought that was a funny show. That's a pretty good one. Um, a, a more recent one, uh, Last Man Standing with Tim Allen. Yeah. I thought that, I thought Home Improvement was fucking hilarious. Home Improvement's a great one. I think Tim Allen's a funny ass dude, but I I like King of Queens. I put it up there with Home Improvement. To, like it's it's a it's a little bit lower, but mm-hmm. I put it up there, especially some of the earlier stuff, like early to mid King of Queens. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to most sitcoms, though. The only one that I think this didn't happen to is Seinfeld. They mm-hmm. kind of just went with the non serialized all the way through. Yeah, but most sitcoms they start out non serialized, funny each episode, but then like later. When it's kind of coming to an end, they do bigger storylines, mm-hmm. I guess, to close it off, you mm-hmm. know? And it, it loses me for the most part. Would but, you um, consider, like, shows like The Office or Parks and Rec a sitcom? Kind of. Kind of. But I, I just, I, I think it's just TV. Mm-hmm. Just a TV show, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I it, think Parks and Rec is closer to a sitcom. It, it, it definitely has, like, sitcom tropes, mm-hmm. but it's not... Because like, like that, like the Office, family and sitcom, Parks you know? and Rec, like that's my kind of humor in a sense. And I mean, like you have that's like more my kind of humor. American too, Dad, Family Guy, this the staples of our childhood. Well, those, those are just like anti sitcoms, I guess. Well, I think it's weird that the fact that King of the Hill, I think of all of those that, that group of shows like The Simpsons. What we'll talk about The Simpsons in a second. The Simpsons, American Dad, Family Guy, Futurama, King of the Hill. Yeah. Like that like the animation domination shows that played when we were growing up as kids. Yeah. Like Family Guy, I did not get into until like the past year or so. It's coming off fucking Netflix, dude. I know, it's breaking my heart. Yeah. 
but like I did like I would watch it, but I didn't really get into like the genius of Seth MacFarlane until yeah. I got older. Okay. American Dad. That's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Futurama. I think it's the best out of the group. Me too. I, I think that is the best show out of that entire group. It's it's my favorite. I still don't understand it. Because <laughs> I'm not a fucking scientist, because there's real science facts yeah. in that shit. I still don't understand it. I think it's the best written out of the two. Oh, out of the whole group. Yeah. Like King of the Hill, like that's the one I'm more likely to sit down and binge watch. Yeah. And I think that's the one that's the most similar to the sitcoms I don't like. Yeah, no, I I would put King of the Hill in as just a regular sitcom. But the reason I put I, American Dad and Family Guy and The Simpsons more. The Simpsons may be a sitcom, but like I put those two or three. Yeah. In the anti-sitcom space mm-hmm. because it's space it's taking what makes a sitcom and just saying fuck that. Let's, yeah. Let's do crazy shit. Let's have a fucking bear riding a unicycle. Like I don't. <laughs> like with King of the Hill, the reason. Because it's, it's very similar to shows like The King of Queens. Yeah. And stuff like that. And the reason I think I think it's funny is because the man who created it, Mike Judge, created The Office and co-created Parks and Rec. Yeah. So I, I, I just feel like his whole lot, brand and personal style of comedy just makes me laugh. Yeah. The Simpsons. I have problems with The Simpsons. I've never been able to get into that fucking show. I can get into The Treehouse of Horrors. Like when it's Halloween time, I can watch it, but like I'm not. I'm saying like I've never seen, like, it's it's like highly lauded, like the greatest cart, like a adult cartoon of all time. Yeah, I've never been able to see that, and I think the reasoning. Well, we came up a little bit after it, kind of. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because you had The Simpsons. Yeah, and then it influenced the next generation. The shit like Bob's Burgers, like Family Guy, American Dad, everything we just named, and. I think, I think they think, took the formula and did it better. No, that's what I'm saying. I think the more recent cartoons have taken the idea the Simpsons had, yeah. pushed it in a bunch of different directions as far as it could go. And it's hard seeing version one, like the first version of something, like version one point yeah. after you've seen 2.0. Yeah. And that's why, and it kind of sucks because I wish I could have grown up watching the Simpsons first because the Simpsons did. The Simpsons did it. The Simpsons have done everything. They have, and I wish I could have seen it before I was exposed to all these other things, so I could have appreciated it for what it was. I understand. Um, I like the Simpsons movie because I've never seen it. It's not bad, and that's really the first Simpsons like content I ever mm-hmm. watched. So, it, I mean, there's there may be some nostalgia there, but it's it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Treehouse of Horrors. It's funny. The and only it's, reason, it gets me into Halloween time, you know. Like, I've seen a few, but, like, there's, like, I remember they used to have Treehouse of Horror uh, toys at the, yeah. for the yeah. fucking big kids meal at Burger King. Yeah. Tastes like summertime, baby. <laughs> but uh, the last time I watched The Simpsons was, like, the year after we graduated high school. It was New Year's Eve, and, like, we went to this chick's house and got fucking shit-faced, right? <laughs> so I wake up at 3 in the morning in the, on the living room floor, like, half-naked, just feeling like shit, <laughs> about to get up and start drinking again so yeah. I feel good when I wake up. Hair's the dog that bit you. And I'm just fucking laying there, and I realize the TV's on. I'm like, everybody's fucking asleep. They must have fell asleep with the TV on. So I look up, and it's The Simpsons, and it's a treehouse of horror. And then I just lay my head back and open my eyes, and J-Bo... It's just standing <laughs> over me. He's like, "What's up, man?" Like, Shout out to old Jabo. 
sleeping, dude. He's like, the fucking treehouse of horror is on, man. You got to watch this shit. I'm like, no, nah, dude, I'm going to go to sleep. This is the last time I saw The Simpsons. Yeah. I got up that next morning. You know what? Like, like off the air on Adult Swim. Yeah. I got up the next morning, and J-Bo was like, so at like 4 o'clock this morning, like, I was watching The Simpsons, and I flipped over to Cartoon Network. And there's just this weird shit going on on the TV. And I didn't know what the fuck was happening. And I got real scared. And I started to try to wake you guys up, but I couldn't. I didn't. You guys were sleeping so good. I didn't want to. I didn't want to wake you up when you were drunk. So I was sitting here freaking out. And then it went to commercial, and I realized it was on Adult Swim. <coughs> it's a little off topic. Here. Off topic. The off topic thing we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap up. Um, Shit already. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had fun this time, man. Um, we're we're a little over an hour now. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> man! I got <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, we had a good one. Oh, are we gonna give ratings for the movie? Yeah, well, smackadoes. The man. old smackadoos. Let's go smackadoos. Giving it a nine. Oh shit! I love this movie, Fuck, dude. That is the highest rating any of us have given is. on this fucking. Podcast. I love this movie, and it may be nostalgia. <laughs> it may be because it, it just plays into what I love. But like I said, it's in my top three. I can't. I can't give it anything less than a nine. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Smackadoos. This is a smackadoo doo, baby. Shit, dude. Yeah. I'm giving it a seven. That's understandable. And the the. The the extra point instead of being a six is because how fucking fun the first hour of this movie is. Yeah, I'm giving it a seven. I mean that's a respectable score. I think it's a high seven. Yours yours is more realistic. And if if I was playing more into my you just fucking wait side, till we do the Departed. Yeah, I'm gonna go ten out of ten Smackadoos <laughs> and break a fucking record, man. That's a whoopty doo, bro. So oh yeah, ten out of ten Smackadoos equals one whoopty doo. Yeah. Yeah, so you give it a nine. Give it a nine. World record, people. It's the highest smackadoo rating ever given a film. Congrats to Goodfellas. <laughs> Ray Liotta, I'm sorry about your face. <laughs> Joe Pesci, I'm sorry about your career. <laughs> you fucking savage. <laughs> I love Joe Pesci, though. Like Polly Cicero, if you're listening, hit me up, man. <laughs> All right, dude, this was fun. Catch All you right. next time. See you guys.